Welcome to Daily Reflections, your source of spiritual insight and guidance rooted in the gospel of the day. I invite you to join me on a journey of contemplation and discovery as we unpack the timeless wisdom found within the gospel message of the day. The aim is to provide a space for thoughtful reflection and inspiration, exploring how the teachings of the gospel can illuminate our lives in profound and meaningful ways. Whether you are seeking to deepen your understanding of faith, find comfort in daily struggles, or simply to ponder life's deeper questions, Daily Reflections offers a sacred pause for introspection and growth. Today, we celebrate the second Sunday in Ordinary Time. And we begin with Psalm 40. Here am I, Lord, I come to do your will. Together? Here am I, Lord, I come to do your will. I have waited, waited for the Lord. And he stooped toward me and he heard my cry. And he put a new song into my mouth, a hymn to our God. Sacrifice or offering you wish not, but ears open to obedience you gave me. Holocaust or sin offerings you sought not. Then said I, behold, I come. In the written scroll it is prescribed for me. To do your will, O my God, is my delight, and your law is within my heart. I announced your justice in the vast assembly. I did not restrain my lips, as you, O Lord, know. Here am I, Lord, I come to do your will. Together? Here am I, Lord, I come to do your will. Our gospel for today is taken from John chapter 1, verse 35 to 42. John was standing with two, two of his disciples, and as he watched, Jesus walked by. He said, Behold, the Lamb of God. The two disciples heard what he said and followed Jesus. Jesus turned and saw them following him and said to them, What are you looking for? They said to him, Rabbi, which translated means teacher. Where are you staying? He said to them, come and you will see. So they went and saw where Jesus was staying. And they stayed with him that day. It was about four in the afternoon. Andrew, the brother of Simon Peter, was one of the two who heard John and followed Jesus. He first found his brother Simon and told him, we have found the Messiah, which is translated Christ. Then he brought him to Jesus. Jesus looked at him and said, You are Simon, the son of John. You will be called Cephas, which is translated Peter. We could take this gospel in many different directions, but today I want to focus on uh, the words of John. You know, he was standing with two of his disciples. And as he watched Jesus walk by, he said, Behold, the Lamb of God. Behold, the Lamb of God. Beholding the Lamb of God is, a, is an invitation to, to deepen our faith. It's a proclamation to, to draw near to the source of all mercy and love and to find comfort in the assurance of redemption. John recognized Jesus and was not afraid to proclaim who he knew. When was the last time you proclaimed like John? Behold, the Lamb of God. My friends, you have so many opportunities, believe it or not, 
to proclaim those words today. Let's start with the Eucharist. When you walk into, into a church, into a sacred space, and you face the tabernacle, you proclaim, behold, the Lamb of God. You then genuflect or bow. And maybe someone might come into that church and not recognize the Lamb of God, the presence of Christ. So, so you clearly, courageously and boldly, gently show that person and you say, behold, the Lamb of God. In the Eucharist, we receive the true body and blood of Christ. We see the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Christ's sacrificial atonement is, brings redemption and reconciliation. The Eucharistic celebration resonates very clearly with the Old Testament imagery of, of the Passover lamb, which foreshadowed the ultimate sacrifice of Jesus as the Lamb of God. Through the Eucharist, we commemorate Christ as the true Paschal Lamb whose blood brings deliverance from sin and death. You know, I recently watched a movie on Prime entitled His Only Son. Maybe some of you have seen it, and if not, I would really recommend it. A biblical drama centering on the account from Genesis chapter 22 when the Lord tells Abraham to sacrifice his only son, his only son, Isaac, on Mount Moriah. And it brought me to reread chapter 22, especially that verse 7 to 8. You know, Isaac spoke to his father, Abraham. Father, he said, here I am, he replied. And Isaac continued, here are the fire and the wood, but where is the sheep? for the burnt offering. My son, Abraham answered, God will provide the sheep for the burnt offering. And then the two walked on together. We know that the sheep was not Isaac, even though Abraham was willing to, to, to sacrifice his only son. But it's a foreshadowing of the true lamb. We know who is God's only son. And it's interesting, the movie ended with Jesus on the cross. The Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. And so the Eucharist signifies the ongoing presence of Christ's redemptive work, offering us the assurance of forgiveness and the promise of new life. The Lamb of God signifies the inherent worth and dignity of every individual as represented by Christ's willingness to, to lay down his life out of love. Acts of compassion affirm the dignity and worth of others, recognizing the sacredness of each person and responding with kindness and respect. In engaging with acts of compassion, the imagery of the Lamb of God comes to life, inspiring us who believe to embody loving kindness, mercy, empathy in interaction with others. And through acts of compassion, we become living expression of Christ's sacrificial love, engaging in redemptive actions that reflect the compassionate heart of the Lamb of God. And so as I look at all of you, at each person from the depth of my heart, I proclaim, behold, the Lamb of God. 
The Lamb of God stands as a powerful symbol of hope, embodying profound significance as a beacon of divine promise, redemption, and spiritual renewal. This beautiful symbolism of the Lamb evokes a sense of optimism, assurance, and expectation, conveying essential truths that resonate deeply with each and every one of us. The Lamb of God symbolizes the triumph of light over darkness, goodness over evil, life over death. It serves as a source of hope by illustrating the ultimate victory of divine love and righteousness, inspiring believers to face adversity with courage and perseverance. Now, when John pointed his disciples to the Lamb of God, so much happened immediately. A profound exchange happened from, from John to Jesus. And the two disciples, disciples left John and went to where John was pointing. And they began to walk in his footsteps. And Jesus turned and saw them asking a question that echoes through the ages. What are you looking for? This is a question that speaks to our innermost longings, our quest for purpose and our yearning for spiritual fulfillment. And in response, the disciples respectfully addressed Jesus as rabbi, signifying their recognition of him as teacher, and posed a question of their own. Where are you staying? And Jesus' response to their inquiry is simple. Come, and you will see. Jesus extends an open invitation to the disciples and to each of us to embark on a journey of discovery personal encounter, conversion in his presence. And this invitation beckons us to step closer, to walk alongside him, and to witness the depth of his love, wisdom, and divinity. Come, and you will see. These words, my dear friends, echo the universal call of Christ to all who seek him, inviting us to enter into a deeper relationship with him. They remind us that true knowledge of Jesus, true understanding of his teachings and his mission comes not merely from observation or speculation, but from a personal, intimate encounter with his life, his love, and his truth. Come, and you will see, reminds us that the path to deeper faith, greater understanding, begins with a willingness to follow him and the humble openness to the profound mystery of his divine presence in our lives. And so I pray that we, like the two disciples, respond to Jesus's invitation with open hearts and eager spirits, embarking on a journey of faith, discovery, and encounter as we seek to dwell in the sacred presence of our loving teacher and savior. And so this week, my friends, I invite all of you, each and every one of you, and that includes me, to reflect on three phrases that we heard today. Behold the Lamb of God. Where are you staying? Come and you will see. Have a great day. Be sure of my prayers.